Hey y'all, you are listening to another episode of The Spiritual Homegirl, where we discuss all things concerning self-development and bettering our spirit, but from the homie perspective, somebody that's going through the journey day by day, just like you. Hey y'all, it's your girl Maria, The Spiritual Homegirl, and we are back with another episode of The Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. Now before we get started, you know I do not do any episode without thanking you all for your support. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are in podcast land, you choose to leave me your ears now once a week for about an hour or so, and I hella appreciate that. Yeah, you heard me right about once a week. We back on the regular output, you feel me? If anything, probably will be no longer than a two-week um, or bi-weekly output of the show. I have been in LA for almost going on seven months, and I think I am finally starting to get my sea legs Meaning that I'm starting to be able to acclimate a lot easier. I'm learning the city a lot easier. I'm learning my neighborhood, surrounding areas a lot easier. And it feels damn good. Not to mention I'm getting, I'm meeting a lot of great people. And um, for some of y'all who don't know, I went to St. Thomas. Just got back late last night from a week-long vacation. I celebrated Carnival. I spent a lot of time with my family, which was really, really important to me as well as connected with my ancestors and consulted with them and and also, you know, had a long talk with God and got a lot of things off my spirit. And I feel really good to be able to say that even though I felt like myself when I was out here, I really feel like myself now, if that makes sense. Sometimes you go through a period where you don't quite realize it, but you're kind of like, you're you, but you're kind of in this weird, like, in-between phase and trying to figure shit out. And then you have this aha moment or this epiphany where you're like, I'm back, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm back, you know? And that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at with it. So I'm really, really excited about that. And um, I wanted to come back with... An episode, honestly, I don't even know where this episode is going to go. I just feel like talking and maybe we'll just go from there. But I got to say, this episode is brought to you by the Culver City Farmer's Market. Shout out to the Culver City Farmer's Market, okay? All the good strawberries from Oxnard, California. It is not up for debate unless you are a native that got better strawberries. As far as I'm concerned, the best strawberries in California come from Oxnard, okay? So I got some Albion strawberries. I think that's what they're called. And um, I got me some tea in my cup and we are going to chat and update for a little bit. Hopefully not too long. Oh, that's some good tea. So first things first, uh, Los Angeles, I am starting a book club with my partner, West L.A. Joe. As of right now, we are going to do it at Haran Coffee. That is on, I think, 4336 Dignan Boulevard in La Merck Park. And a book that we're going to do together is The Way of the Superior Man. I remember Romy Rome from, y'all know Romy Rome. If y'all familiar with Spiritual Homegirl, y'all know Rome is probably the most interviewed guest I've ever had. There's actually a lost episode in the vaults that has him um, that we interviewed <laughs> and did like a month ago. So um, we actually talked about that. And that was a book that he mentioned in terms of um, a book that was instrumental in his journey. And I know as a woman, some of y'all probably like, the hell we want to read that shit for? But it's because 
men, I think, should read that kind of book so it gives them a blueprint of what they want or they can accept or reject it, but at least they have something in terms of what works. And then we as women can read that book for ourselves and determine if that or if that blueprint is something we want in men in our life. Not necessarily from just a romantic aspect, but, you know, do our friends exhibit Um, matter of fact, do we even accept the way of what this man calls superior? And then do we accept that or want that for our brothers, our cousins, our, our, um, fathers, our uncles, our friends, our business partners, our associates, et cetera. So I think as women, it's good to read. I also think that menstruary books that pertain to women as well, like, you know, Sacred Woman by Queen of Fua. I think those are books that should be read for understanding from both perspectives, even if it's not necessarily directed, um, to us so yeah so that'll be eleven thirty a.m and it's on a sunday the 19th of may it's at haran coffee again in lamar park in los angeles california we'll be going over that book for about an hour and then we'll meet next month and do another book and we're doing that book club in honor of nipsey hustle and the reason why it's really important that we do this is because nipsey hustle sold so many seeds and now he's no longer with us physically um, Joe and I decided that we would uh, pay honor or pay homage or tribute to him by continuing to move forward. Death such as Nipsey Hussle, and especially in Los Angeles, if you're not in Los Angeles, you're not going to understand the true magnitude of here. And I know me not being from Los Angeles, I will not understand the full magnitude of what his death really feels like. I just know it's, it's deep. So I can only imagine if you're born and raised here and you're a native, it probably is a hundred times deeper for y'all but with monumental deaths period I feel like when this happens things can either shift in one direction or the other and I feel like Joe and I want to do our part to make sure that we shift at least and do what we have to do to keep the positivity going and the um the curiosity to want to learn and explore and do better for not only ourselves but for the community at large so that is why we decided to do Nipsey Hussle Book Club and I hope other people do book clubs in their own cities and even in multiple parts of LA. It's not no exclusive thing, you know what I'm saying? Like nobody um has ownership to it to where, you know, that's not what this is about. It's just about starting other conversations and making sure that that keeps going. And I mean I mean the marathon continues, you know? Like that's not a cliche. That's that's a real phrase. I take that to heart. I know a lot of other people do too. And that starts with constant acquisition of knowledge. At least um for me. That's that's how I I'm going to um, continue to better myself. It's just just learn and and explore and grow and help others to do the same. So so that's an update. But what's some other shit that's been going on? I'm seeing a lot of things on social media about um, not being appreciated or not feeling like you getting your just due and things like that. And. I know we all, myself included, have been in situations where we might have been taken for granted and people may not have realized how dope you were. But sometimes you got to reclaim your dopeness. Like Elder Maxine Waters say, she reclaims her time, right? Every time she gathered their asses up in those meetings, she reclaims her time. And I feel like sometimes we got to reclaim our time too. And we have to reclaim our dopeness and call the energy back to us because sometimes people get us fucked up. Sometimes folks don't quite understand who they fooling with. And sometimes... They need a reminder, but more than anything, all the time, we need a reminder. Because sometimes you put ourselves in shit to where 
we subject ourselves to mistreatment or potential mistreatment for whatever reason, um, whether it's external factors or, you know, necessary, like I need external validation or whether it's um, some type of like esteem issue or we just kind of don't know no better, whatever it is, you know, people get us fucked up. And we again, we have to call our energy back to us. Sometimes we give it away to the wrong people. They're not deserving. And it's just like, damn, you know what? I need to figure this out and stop putting myself in this situation. Or you get fed up and you hit a rock bottom and you're like, yo, this treatment is unacceptable. I'm not going to deal with this shit no more. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that because I feel like with spring here already, you know, why not do some spring cleaning in your life besides just cleaning up the physical, you know? Yeah, you go through your clothes, you go through your shoes. You go through your your music and all the other shit. You go through your social media. But do you do inventory on the face-to-face connections that you have? And do you do spring cleaning for that? Do you look at people and, and kind of assess your relationships and realize this works or this doesn't work? Or this needs to go out with the rest of the shit I threw out in my closet? Do you Do you guys do that? If you do, that's great. And if you don't, I highly suggest you do. It's something about decluttering on all fronts that is very freeing and makes me feel very, very independent. And um, I do that because sometimes, again, you give your dopeness away to people that aren't deserving. And um, I know that I'm going to probably ruffle some feathers when I say this, but the new age bullshit, and I call it bullshit because I think sometimes people get too literal and get too ego driven and get too high and mighty with the philosophy sometimes. But sometimes this new age bullshit would tell you that it's okay to give out your dopeness and be mistreated for whatever the fuck. And I understand that there's a, there's been a rule where there's don't have any expectations. And I actually was a person that kind of, I tried to adopt that ideology. And then I realized, fuck that. Because with me as a grown ass being, grown ass woman, I expect to be treated like a decent human being. And no fucking spiritual ideology is going to tell me that I'm not deserving of that. That can be called, oh, the ego says you, nah, fuck all that. God damn it. There's shit. There's manners. I'm not saying bow down and kiss the ring. I'm not saying, you know what I'm saying? You got to kiss my ass. I'm not saying none of that. Just treat me decent. And I'm not finna endure no shit for the sake of loving everyone. I can love your ass from a distance and not put up with your shit. I'm not finna sit here and, and play the role for unconditional. I'm not finna let nobody treat me like shit so I can come off like a genuine, understanding, unconditional partner or friend. Fuck that Standards are here in our life for a reason. And we give our dopeness away sometimes because we be trying to be the bigger personal shit when we need to understand we have limits. Sometimes we be trying to push through our limits, knowing we be pushing through our limits, compromising who the fuck we are. Because, oh yeah, it's a cussing episode, so hide your, uh, hide your children and hide your elders because I don't want them to hear me cussing. I do respect elders and children, you know, in terms of ears. But... Sometimes we give away our dopeness for the sake of trying to be something that somebody else knows we need to be doing better for ourselves. 
I'm here to let y'all know that y'all ain't got to do that shit. If y'all know y'all out here pushing to the limits and you out here compromising, bending and folding for somebody else's approval, stop. Please. Get back in tune with you and your core values and what you're going to stand for and what you're not going to stand for and assess everybody ass accordingly. There's nothing wrong with that. People out here getting abused for the sake of wanting to be spiritual, wanting to be um, evolved and shit, and you can't rush or force that kind of shit. If you're not in a place to do that and to take a higher road, don't force it. Am I saying just pop off on everybody and smack the shit out of people? No, I'm not saying that either. I'm not. If you do decide to do that, though, just understand that everything has a reaction and a consequence and watch what you put into the to the universe and the atmosphere because everything comes back. It may not come back instantaneously, but it comes back. Sorry, I had to sip some tea on that one. But, but please, you know what I'm saying? Like, just understand the journey is something, at least for me, I can only speak for me and what I've learned. The journey is something that you just got to take day by day. And sometimes people going to get you fucked up on a Monday. Sometimes you can rectify on a Tuesday. You might get tested again on Wednesday. Might get tested 10 more times on Thursday. And when you start feeling like you're you're being bled dry of energy and your dopeness, Sometimes on Friday you gotta you gotta step back and say, yo, I gotta I gotta reset. I gotta get back to me. And I've had to do that on plenty of occasions. And I know people say, Don't get mad. Be the bigger person. And I think that when we tell people that, and I've said it before, and this is why, and on today, I wanna correct. I think I've been doing it a few episodes in the past, but I just want to make sure I lay it down. Get mad. Be mad as fuck. Sit in that. Feel that. Stew in that. Really feel that. And the reason why I say that is because emotional suppression or repression of your emotions is just not, or emotional repression is suppression of your emotions. Let me make sure I said that right. My mother is a former school teacher and she would probably cringe if she heard me mess that up grammatically. But and I probably still mess it up, but I don't because usually caterpillars are ugly, they're hairy and fuzzy and shit, and that nobody wants to deal with them. They look like regular ass bugs. They look scary. They have hella legs and shit. They're not, they're not as cute. They're creepy when they when you compare them to a butterfly. And a lot of us are in caterpillar stages in our lives or our professional lives or our growth and things like that. And we bitch and complain about the stage when we could really accept it and be happy and mob in that stage. As it's going to make the next stage even better. And when I say make it even better. It's when you realize you go through a struggle. That it be hell on earth. It do. Your life be shitty as fuck when you go through a struggle. You be like damn again. I'm never going to get out of this. How am I going to get out of it? But then when you get out of it. You look back on it and you're like yo that shit made me a better woman. Or you know what that was really fire. Like that was actually a good ass lesson. I had no idea I'd be as strong as I am now. I had no idea I learned the shit that I learned while I was going through this struggle. But we be so ready to just fly that we don't learn how to crawl. We want to be butterflies, but we don't know how to be caterpillars. So for those who are going through your stages, acknowledge your stage. And this, that's where you at, bruh. It's cool, sis. You are a fucking larvae right now. 
you are in the beginning stages of figuring out where you are in the journey. You're trying to figure out what business idea, what gifts you're trying to learn. It is unknown how this process is going to happen. And we don't know really a time frame in terms of how it's going to bloom for you. But you're there. Caterpillars. You may not be feeling the prettiest right now. You may not be feeling the sexiest right now. You may not be feeling like you're the most confident right now. But this is where you at. Embrace your hairiness. Embrace your fucking mini... I forget how many legs caterpillars have. But embrace all them damn legs. Embrace that people low-key might be freaked out by your presence right now. They may not necessarily understand or accept you. But as long as you understand and accept that you're a caterpillar, that's all that matters. But I will say this, sidebar. Like I always say, if you can't handle me at my uneven fro, which it is, you damn sure not finna handle me at my pressed and silky, okay? And I'm saying that as I get my hair uh, pressed out tomorrow. So if people can't handle you with your caterpillar, um, they may not need to be around when you become a butterfly. But that's a whole nother episode. And I would just, I swear I'll talk for hours on that shit. I might. I might another time. But I'm still mobbing through traffic, so I gotta be focused. For those who are in the cocoon stage, you might feel like you stagnant as fuck right now. You might feel like you ain't getting shit done. You might feel like you are just like, you're just kind of in limbo. You're in a gray area. You might be scared to make a move. You might feel like you done did all this damn work and shit for nothing. And you should just go back to being a fucking larvae because you don't know what to do. You may feel like if you, you may not understand why you're so introspective. You might feel like everybody's getting on your fucking nerves or you just need to kind of retreat and just be by yourself. And that's okay. It's okay to be in the cocoon. Sometimes you have to retreat and be by yourself and kind of do your own thing. Sometimes you have to get real deep and, and kind of accept nothing else or nobody else's energy but your own. Sometimes you got to do that and that's okay. Then my butterflies understand you're a butterfly congratulations boo you have made it you are here flying and flossing and flexing and it's a beautiful thing right but remember that butterflies are transparent and butterflies are delicate and fragile you are not above getting touched so be very careful with how you move and even better the fluid of butterflies and transformation on our experience at least for me I'm, i don't want to feel like i just know everybody's experience but i know for me as somebody who's always saying she's birthing and dying and always becoming a better version of herself. Because even the Maria that started Spiritual Homegirl is not the same Maria today. Shit, the Maria from Sunday ain't the same Maria today. And it's damn Thursday. Homegirl Thursday, by the way. That's when I put out my episodes. That's why I always say, happy homegirl Thursday. But <laughs> I'm not the same woman. You feel me? So I feel like the process is always starting over for me. I have been a larvae, caterpillar, cocoon, and butterfly. I've been in those stages so many times I've lost count and I'm okay with that because I know at the end of the day this whole journey that I'm on I've accepted that my theme is transformation maybe that's why I love butterflies so much the pain the struggle the beauty and the lesson of the transformation makes life worth living for me and that's why I like to identify with certain totems even with hummingbirds being of joy long journeys resilience Feeling the need to be free and not caged in. That's why I love hummingbirds so much. Owls. Seeing through the bullshit. Making magic happen in the nighttime. Connecting in different realms. Connecting with my spirit guides. My ancestors. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love things like that. So, it's got to set the stage you're in, y'all. Like, if y'all see a butterfly, say what's up to the butterfly, you feel me? Get some love to the butterfly. And then kind of look at yourself and what stage you in. And get gratitude for your stage. Every day is not going to be fire. 
And that's why I always ask y'all, did y'all make peace with the day? Because even in spite of the bullshit that the journey throws you, all the human shit, all the uninvolved, un- unevolved, excuse me, all the unevolved spiritual shit, like, are you able to go and do this again tomorrow? Can you make peace with the shit that happened and you can't do the shit tomorrow? We'll talk more about making peace with the day in a future episode because I feel like I need to lay that down. I have yet to do that and I've been talking about this for years now. So we're going to talk about that sooner or later too, but that's why I say that. Like the journey is just so beautiful and it's so fluid and it's so transformative and it's so, it's, it's, it's something we take for granted, but like this is dope. Every day is an adventure. Every day is a lesson to learn. It's fire. Oh man. It's like, it's such a test of just, of, of, of just everything. It's like, yo, what did you learn? Like this is the best test ever to me. Being able to say, yo, I got the power to do this. I'm finna go do this today. Oh, you know what? I decided that I'm going to take control and I'm going to set my own moral code. I'm going to set my own non-negotiables. I'm going to set my own rules. I'm going to set my own belief systems, my value systems. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's dope. Because we always get told that we need to follow somebody else's fucking system. Someone else's core value system. Someone else's norm. So yeah, that was this week's episode about all the randomness going on in my life and spiritual homegirl and transformation and retrogrades and doing your own thing. So with that being said, y'all can find me at spiritualhomegirl.com. Don't forget, Tribe Letters will be coming out once a month. I have not decided if I'm going to do it in April or if I'm going to do it at the beginning of Aries season. More than likely, um, whatever month we're in, usually we're still in that season, um, astrologically speaking. So I might just bust it at the top of April, to be honest. So um, you can sign up there at spiritualhomegirl.com or Linktree. Um, you'll see sign up for my mailing list there. You can find me on Instagram at Spiritual Homegirl, Facebook Spiritual Homegirl. I was really happy that uh, Instagram and Facebook was down for about 16 hours for me at least um, yesterday. Because sometimes you have to disconnect. And when you don't learn to disconnect, at least for me, on my own journey, when I don't learn to disconnect, it disconnects for me. So I was really happy for that. Um, social media addiction is very real. And I think people kind of laugh it off and just, oh, you addicted to social media, you weak as hell. And I really think that people forget that it's a lot of subconscious programming. If it isn't TV, it is social media. It is YouTube. It is different things that we choose to put our attention in that gets absorbed, not only consciously, but subconsciously. And when you like one bit of bullshit on your timeline, the algorithm will say, bet. You like that bullshit, we'll give you some more of it. We'll feed you more shit. So you have to kind of be mindful of that, myself included. So I like to get off of the internet and off of Instagram. Um, And sometimes that means that my DMs are also not responded to as well. So if you're trying to do business, you might want to hit that email because my DMs, um, they're cool for like social interaction, but I would prefer not to do business in my DMs. I know there's a couple people that have been hitting me up trying to do things um, through DM. And, I'm, and I understand. Thank you for considering me. But please just um, for timely responses, <laughs> hit my email um, if you want to do that. And is there anything else? YouTube about to be back on. We about to uh, film something this weekend. We're about to film lots of stuff. So I'm really excited about that too. If you need to follow my YouTube, it's also Spiritual Home Girl. And if you're on Instagram, you can also follow that link tree to my YouTube link. And is there anything else I want to say? I think that's everything. I have now merged onto the 10 freeway. I'm craving vegan Cuban food. The place I want to go to is called Equilequa. I hope I didn't butcher that. It's banging. It's in Inglewood. It's so good. That rice pudding is on smash. It is so good. I love it. I love it. I love it. So I am on my way to give me some vegan food. So, um, yeah, that's about it, y'all. This has been a sneaky dicky episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. My name is Maria. And remember, trust the journey and trust yourself. Peace.